Real people, real opinions, real talk radio. The multi award winning Niall Boylan Show. I'm sure many of you have been in a relationship or a bad relationship where you have lived or been with a sociopath. And there's a fine line, I think. Isn't there a fine line between somebody who's sociopathic and somebody who's narcissistic? I think there's a fine line. Anyway, I do want to talk about narcissism. After we talk about narcissism, I want to take your calls as well, by the way. Don't forget, if you want to come on towards the end of the show, just text or WhatsApp Jane and just WhatsApp 87 and Just WhatsApp the word, let me on. So back to this fine line between sociopathic and narcissism. And we all know, or at least we think we do, someone that you may have even loved or made a baby with at one stage in your life who may be a narcissist. Um, we've heard more about narcissists in the last number of years than ever before. And at this stage, I think it's safe to say that we're overusing the term to some degree. Sometimes, I suppose, vanity can be confused with narcissism. Selfishness can be confused with narcissism, I imagine, as well. So what is a narcissist? And how do we protect ourselves from real narcissists? And what do we do if we are a narcissist? Maybe you are one. Here to tell us a little bit more about it is Margie Bowden, a narcissism expert based in Australia. And welcome to the show, Margie. Thank you very much. Margie. Great to be here. First thing we've got to decide, because we all know what a sociopath is. Well, I don't know if we know what a sociopath is. But and there's a fine <laughs> line between sociopath and narcissist. But what is? How do we describe a narcissist? What are the you know what are the telltale signs of a narcissist? Look, that that's a such a good question because I heard you say we can confuse narcissism with someone just being selfish, and for the the thousands and thousands of survivors out there, that's exactly what they've done. They've been in relationships that lack empathy that the person feels entitled, uh, they have grandiose ideas about themselves, they pathological lies, and very often we say they're just selfish. But a narcissist, their selfishness, their cruel ways happens every single day and it's always behind closed doors, so nobody else gets to see it. Mm. And I think one of the, the best ways to describe, you know, what is a narcissist, my clients and survivors that I speak with are in a constant state of hypervigilance and fear. So they're in, they could be in a, a relationship for decades, but every single day they feel anxious, they're hypervigilant, and they're not at peace. Now, you can live with someone that's selfish and you don't feel like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And a narcissist can destroy somebody's self-confidence. They can destroy their self-image, oh. their self-trust. They can just destroy people completely. Well, that is exactly what they do. They destroy people because they, they, they align with people that are tolerant, loving, forgiving, empathic, conscientious, and then they systematically and covertly uh, psychologically abuse you so that you don't even know who you are anymore. And I, I've heard these stories of what the classic narcissist will do. So they'll treat you like dirt They'll psychologically abuse you. They'll tell you how useless you are. They'll constantly put you down. And just as mm. the point where you start to realize that you're the victim of narcissism, and you may even think about leaving that person because normally it might be in a relationship or something like that or an employer, whatever it happens to be, just at that point, they're so clever, they realize 
the point you're at, and then they'll gaslight you again. So is that oh, typical yeah. narcissism? It's very typical. Narcissists don't like to lose any supply, which is what we call the person that they connect to to get whatever they need. And that could be a, a number of different things because they're in all different facets of their lives. But that is very true. Once you, once they realise, look, this person is is on to me and, and they're realising or that they may not be taking anymore, then they very cleverly switch to hoovering or sort of like the love bombing. So there's actually a cycle that you go through with the narcissist. And that is, you know, initially they love bond. They're, they're wonderful. You're, you, they've never met anyone like you. They probably, you know, I want to marry you. You're fantastic. You're the best person I've ever employed. You're wonderful. And you have a sense of connection. And this person, you know, because you don't, you've got no reason to doubt this. And then they very slowly, the next stage is they devalue you, which is the, the stage where you become a shell of yourself and Little by little by little, you are devalued. You know, they'll turn up late. They'll tell you, no, we never arranged that. They'll cheat. They'll, they'll do all sorts of things. But remember, you're connected to them. You believe that, that I am their soulmate. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, they discard you. And when you think, look, I, I no longer matter to this person. I'm going to, I'm going to leave. They quickly hoover you back in and it's back to the good behavior. But this cycle is, is intermittent. So that the main thing that the narcissist uses is an intermittent cycle. So they use a lot of bad behaviour, but then some good. And and you, the, the survivor, is left in what we call cognitive dissonance. And that's that, that dis-ease that I spoke about initially that, you know, you're thinking, but they were so nice last Sunday. They were so nice. Yeah, how can they, they suddenly turn the into the psychopath? Yeah, how can they go from being a really yes. nice person, love bombing me? Yes. To today telling me that I'm worthless. Yeah. Yeah, it just doesn't make sense. So I must be wrong because everybody else out there says they're great, but they don't see what happens behind closed doors. So that's why it's it's torturous because nobody else sees it, only you. And the narcissist themselves, not that I want to feel sorry for them or have any empathetic feelings for them whatsoever, but are they, is it a, is it a disorder that they have? Is that a, is that Absolutely. to do with na- it's nature or nurture? I'm assuming it's nurture. So they obviously came from a narcissistic yes. family, maybe or whatever. Well, you, you talked about you know people overusing and identifying narcissists, and and I think a lot of people say, well, the narcissist they think of the grandiose narcissist in the world, and we know we know some of them who <laughs> maybe run countries. But, yeah, or about to run them again. Overt, <laughs> yeah. You know, they're overt, they're look at my big car, look at my apartment, look at me, everybody. But the really, the, the, the type of narcissist that I find most of my clients are dealing with is the covert narcissist. That is the quiet, the shy, the unassuming, the charming, the kind, the lovely narcissist that wouldn't butter, wouldn't melt in their mouth. But behind closed doors, you get a different person. But they're psychological experts as well because they know how to. They're masked. Mm. So they've got cognitive. They've got cognitive empathy. You know, people have got um, emotional empathy where they really feel. They go, "That must have been horrible. I feel something." But the narcissist watches and says, "That must have been horrible. I can learn how to do that. That mm. that made that person cry. I can I can copy that." So they're very very good at studying. How people react. And you talked about is it nature or nurture? At this point in research, you know, the, the most that they've got is it's nurture. 
So the covert comes from the undernourished, neglectful parent, while the covert, while undernourished and neglectful, is also um, entitled and told that, you know, they're fantastic, they're wonderful, you you can get whatever you want, you can have whatever you want, um, because you're the centre of the universe. So they're two very ends of the spectrum, but we society doesn't seem to know about the covert so much because they are the people we live with and they go, they're just selfish, they had a bad childhood, you know, they said they're sorry, but the, the psychological abuse is daily. And I'm... The, it's hard to what is the difference between a narcissist and a sociopath? I mean, is there a difference? Look, the, or are narcissists sociopaths? Well, they can be, but sociopaths, like it, 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 as far as the diagnosis, you know, they're the next level up uh, of narcissists. Narcissists are the people that that we will tend to be coming into contact with. They don't, you know, they, they're not go- well. They're not going to kill you per se, mm-hmm. but they're going to destroy your life. Yeah. And the the victim of the narcissist, do they recover? I mean, you've spoken to many victims who have maybe been married to a narcissist, maybe worked for a narcissist, because it's not always in a relationship. It could be your boss, for example. So do they... Rec- Absolutely. Do, do they recover from, you know, having their self-esteem, their self-confidence, their value destroyed do they recover from that or will they always then be vulnerable to that kind of behavior because they've been exposed to it um you can absolutely recover it does take hard work i'd like to think i've recovered and i'm living a life that looks nothing like the life that i had but it does take work because you will suffer and you know just because you've healed you do have to manage you know that ptsd the triggers because you've been you've lived a, for many people their, their parents were narcissists now that that's almost an indel, indelible print on you so you you do have to manage lifelong you know the, the things that happen to you as a child as a mm. partner you know as an a lot of people in the work like narcissists in the workplace are just disgusting and people people say what what am i going to do and i go well i know what i did i left because you can't beat a narcissist if they're your leader because they will lie they'll they bully will, you they will they will destroy you and that's your mental health so you can try and fight them but how much do you care about your mental health because they will destroy it do they believe their own life? I knew a guy once who I'm convinced was a narcissist because I knew the way he treated his wife, et cetera, et cetera. But yeah. he lied. He was a compulsive liar. So he would tell you barefaced lies that you just knew. He would literally tell you the sky was black. But it got to yeah. a point yeah. where I believed, I started to believe that he believed his own lies. They do. They do. Because this is the story, this is the, the protective armour that they that they is created in childhood through that, that lack of nurturing. That they build this story around themselves and they absolutely believe it because if they didn't, their their core self that's full of shame and and, and you know, they they actually it is a shame based disorder. They can't afford for that, that part of themselves to ever be exposed. So they're absolutely delusional. That's why you'll never get a narcissist to take accountability, responsibility, and to say, you know what, I was wrong. And can they because change? That means I'm... Can the can the narcissist change? 
Well, it's, it's a disorder, so you can't remove a disorder. If the narcissist really wanted to change, it would take regular, committed therapy, and they can modify. They can learn to modify. They can't change. Mm. But, and, and somebody just texted a question here, which is interesting. Is there such thing as a narcissist light? In other words, somebody who's a bit of a narcissist. Or is, or is that even possible? Is that just somebody who's probably overconfident or selfish? No, no that, that's, that's, that's really a, a good question. Narcissism is on a spectrum. Mm. And, and the, the difficulty and the confusing things that people say, but my narcissist isn't like that. Well, narcissists all have core, I guess, um, traits. But they manifest in such different ways. Even survivors are confused. But, you know, and they, they say, oh, I, I heard that a narcissist does that. Mine doesn't do that. Well, it doesn't mean they're not a narcissist. And, yes, they absolutely come in, in gradients or, or it's a spectrum. So, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, and again, I say to people, please don't confuse narcissism with somebody who might have a lot of self-confidence because, you know, that, that can be sometimes a positive factor if somebody has a lot of self-confidence in themselves which can come across as selfish, but it may not be narcissism. Uh, somebody else says here, my friend definitely has a need for a supply of compliments. She has a fragile ego and uses flattery all the time. So many things like narcissists, uh, but she also is really empathetic and sensitive. How does this make sense? You know, is that something else? Uh, no, okay, so can a narcissist... I... Yeah, go ahead, sorry. Narcissists lack empathy. So that's that's the, probably the biggest... The biggest red flag they don't have empathy so someone yeah someone can can be you know conceited can can you know for, for whatever reason can need a lot of compliments whatever but they don't lack empathy and that's the really the the, the, the calling card that a narcissist will leave they can do the most atrocious things and they have they have no empathy mm-hmm. like i don't care doesn't matter so they care less about anybody else. And so can, can a narcissist actually, let's say a husband who's a narcissist, who's married to a wife for five or six years, can oh. he actually love her? Does he hate her? Um, I don't, if you ask me, I do not believe narcissists love anybody but themselves. There's so much attention to, to maintaining that shield. Um, there's no capacity for them. They see other people as objects, how can I use you to get what I need to maintain who I am? Mm-hmm. So if you watch the way narcissists leave long-term relationships and abandon their children and loved ones, I'd have to say I've never seen a narcissist that, that truly loves. So they're pretending. Well, they, they, or using they're master you. manipulating. Yeah. Well, that, that's, that's, we're all supply. What can I get? In the workplace, parents, I can get a lot of kudos, a lot of glory from my child because they've just won a place into the school of ballet. Look at me, aren't I a great parent? Can you change, so, can you change them? Can you change the narcissist? Like, well, if you're married, let's say somebody's listening right now and they figure their husband or their wife is a narcissist, right? Mm, and yeah. they really love them. You know, is there a possibility of changing them to be a better person? Can you change a narcissist or is that something that's just in their psyche and it's not going to change? Well, my answer is no, absolutely not. Because you're in this cycle of abuse. The narcissist, if they're the, the, I don't know, small percentage of narcissists who do seek therapy, long-term, consistent, committed to their therapy can 
modify. Can they change? Absolutely not. That's not, good. It's not good news for people listening, is it? Because I know there are people desperate out there who are listening mm, who, yeah, know, are. who know they're married to a narcissist yep. or they know they're working for yes, a narcissist yes. or whatever it is, and they desperately yes, want yes. to stay in that relationship. It's like well, it's, it's, it's kind of like I domestic can, violence, isn't relate. it? You know, I mean, yeah, I, I know. It's absolutely domestic violence. Mm. It is absolutely domestic violence, and it's a very hard pill to swallow if you are that devoted, dedicated, loving partner to actually radically accept that this person is not going to change, I need to leave. And sometimes people can't because they're in that kind of financial trap maybe or something. Or Correct. Yeah. Correct. Uh, well, that yeah, goes without saying. Yeah, or maybe they have young kids. or what. Um, but you were in that situation yourself. And... Yeah. Can, can you describe to people, I suppose, the feeling you had towards the end, the, the, I suppose, the turning point? I'm sure there was a day where you decided, I'm not putting up with this anymore. Um, so, what, I mean, what was that point? And at what point were you at? Were you feeling worthless? Did you feel, had you lost all your self-confidence? Did you actually, do you actually start to believe that you're useless because the person tells you so many times that you're useless? Do you start to believe that? Then? Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. You you are a shell of your former self. And because of all the gaslighting, you actually don't trust yourself. Because the, every time you bring something up to the narcissist, they use this little technique called DAVO, which is they deny the D, then they attack you, the A, and then they reverse the victim order. So it doesn't matter what it is that you try and bring up to the narcissist. You might say, you know, um, you actually cheated on me and slept with my best friend. So the first thing the narcissist will do will be to deny it. Because, yeah, you're, yeah, you're you crazy for even thinking that. No, I didn't. Yeah. No, I didn't. And and then the next thing is to attack you. Anyway, you're a bitch to me. You you didn't. You went away with your family and, and it was for two weeks and that was too long. And and then they turn it around to reversing the, the victim, the order. So they become the victim. Anyway, I've been really sad lately. And when you went away, it was terrible because I didn't have anyone to talk. So, it's, so it's your fault. Yeah. Over and over and over again. So you start to think it is my fault. I mean, mm. I, I literally went to 16 different therapists over many years saying, what's wrong with me? What am I doing? What am I doing better. so wrong? Yeah. I, I, by the way, the example you gave so, was perfect because it happened to somebody I know who caught their husband cheating by looking at their phone. And the husband, first of all, as you rightly said, went into denial, completely untrue. Mm. Faced with the evidence, yeah. he then attacked the person, yeah. turned it around yeah. and said, how dare you invade my privacy and Correct. look at my phone? Correct. Look what Correct. you're doing to our relationship. Yep. If you hadn't yep. have done that, we'd yep. still be happily married. Mm. So that is that is the, that that is you know that crystallizes. This is what happens in in your home a million times. So you can imagine where you end up when you start to think, well, maybe I maybe maybe I don't know maybe because it's just you know they isolate you. You don't have a support network, um, and you start to think maybe it. Maybe it is me. I mean, are they are they incapable of telling the truth, or is it just is it kind of almost like kleptomania where people have to steal to to get some sort of hit? I mean, do they get some sort of hit out of telling you lies or deceiving you or defrauding you? 
Is that what they do? Well, that, there's a couple of bits to that. Number one, they do love to see you react because it's all about control. They must always be in control because, remember, they have to protect the story. They have to protect themselves that, that they've started, that trauma response from childhood. They must be who they think they are. And and if you if you point poke them, then they go into that, the shell goes up. No, 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 this is who I am. So that they're entitled. They believe they're entitled to act like this and how dare you question me? Um, so th- th- that goes on all the time. But they do love to see a reaction and to see, you know, if you cry and if you beg and they just, they're just rubbing their hands because, hey, I mm. can see that I'm in control. I love it. I mean... There are narcissists in society who are quite beneficial. I know that I shouldn't say this. But, I mean, when we look at, say, people like um, Steve Jobs is probably a classic yep. example yep. of somebody who was most likely yep. was, yeah. yeah most likely a narcissist and treated people yep. very badly but gave something great to the world because he was so dedicated to what he did because he was a narcissist. Yes. Yes. Um, some yes. presidents of the world, you know, people in leadership yep. positions, and both women and men, by yes. the way, who don't dedicate Absolutely. time to their family, but dedicate all their time to their job. No. So I, I suppose from yeah. that point of view, but is society becoming more narcissistic in general or are we over-diagnosing it that's, a little bit? Look, that's a good question because, you know, studies do do suggest, you know, a study from the States, you know, they, they, they researched uni, you know, students at college 30 years ago and now, and they said, you know, they are becoming, their responses were a lot more me, 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 me. And there definitely are societal pressures. You know, certain certain societies tend to be no, more narcissistic than others. Mm. Is it becoming more... I think that, you know, things like social media and, like, I started my Instagram page because I thought, you know, if I, if I didn't know about this for, for the longest time, who else is like me? And so, yeah, that's kind of why I started to go well, up, like because I was a teacher in the neurodiversity space for many years, and I thought oh, I got to, I got to teach people about this, mm. and that's sort of how it started because I didn't know, my therapists, my psychiatrists, different people didn't know. I'm looking at some of the questions. People are sending in loads of questions here for you. Yeah, people, you're welcome to send in your questions if you want to. You've opened up a can of worms here. Um, can, <laughs> can someone, somebody says here, can someone that was in a narcissistic relationship take on narcissist traits in their next relationship? Oh, I get it. In other words, is it contagious? In other words, if I've been in a relationship with a narcissist for four years and been treated like dirt and felt insecure and all of a sudden I go into another relationship with a person who treats me well, can I then become a narcissist to some degree because I'm not used to that? Look, you can't become a narcissist, but you absolutely living, this is something that is true, living with someone who constantly abuses you, you start to have um, a, a response, a reactive response where you're, you know, you're so used to being treated in a certain way, you start reacting in a certain way. So that's absolutely true. Can you become a narcissist? Absolutely not. But then when you do move into a new relationship, the damage, the the, the damage and the PTSD and everything that you take with you um, has to do with, you know, a lack of trust. You're, you're, You're still expecting the same responses, even though the person that you're with may be completely healthy, you react as if they're, 
they're, they, you know, you, you've had it. You've been bashed over the head for, for so many, you know, years, weeks, months. You do, in, you know, it's in your, it's in your subconscious brain that, you know, oh, I'm in this situation. They said that, therefore, you know. So you've got this, this mm-hmm. um, mindset that you carry with you to the next relationship. I find that most survivors spend time healing and and finding themselves again the, you know most of my clients tell me the first session I don't know who I am yeah I'm by the way that's, on, a, on, a, on a lighter note by the way now uh Martin says Niall as you know the term narcissist sorry I'm trying to read this off the screen it's a bit far away from me and I need to get new glasses uh, narcissist derived from the Greek mythology and narcissist uh, or narcissus who fell in love with his own reflection I could never Correct. be it. Right. He goes out to say, I could never be a narcissist because when I step out of the shower in the morning and see my own reflection in a full length mirror, I just think, oh boy, what an unattractive old fart I am. Yeah, yeah, but okay, yeah. Actually, yeah so, I, but but there's no harm in loving yourself either, is there? I mean, I know he fell in love with his own reflection. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't, there's okay to step out of the shower and look in the mirror and go, yeah, I'm all right looking. Yeah, that's okay, isn't well, it? Well, the irony is. Survivors have to actually, the first step in healing, actually, before you can say, I'm going to leave, and and that's, by the way, not how I would suggest you do it, but before you commit to yourself and leave, you must put yourself at the top of the at the top of the list because survivors we're always at the bottom and that's why we're there that's Mm -hmm. why we stay because we don't our self-compassion and our self-love has been obliterated the message tonight that we've all learned margie and anybody who's listening tonight who believes that you've just heard all the symptoms you've heard how to recognize a narcissist i have to say explained really well margie and the message is leave them <laughs> that's that's the message, isn't it? Really? That is the message, Margie. So just leave them. I mean, you got to get away uh, from them I, I, for your own is, self worth. And if it, you will, your mental health. Oh, ah, we've lost her line. And a vital oh. part of the conversation. Sorry, I do apologise. We, we'll, we'll we'll get her back straight away. I do apologise that we've lost her line at a vital point point of the conversation. Damn it, Janice. Is that some of the movie, by the way? Um, what's that? What was that? The Rocky Horror Picture Show. We get it back in a second. In the meantime, by the way, I've got three minutes. I'm not going to have time to get anybody on. But loads of people are texting in. Somebody says, "No, I live with a narcissist. What should I, what should I do?" I think Margie's just about to tell you to get rid of them. Yeah, I mean, you just leave them because they will destroy yeah. your self confidence. You know what I mean? Oh, sorry, Margie, they you're back. They will destroy you. Yeah, you're back. Yeah, 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 yeah. They I, will destroy you. And if you're in a job where you believe your boss is a narcissist and you're being bullied by this boss all the time and making you feel worthless, leave. Just leave the job. There's no point in complaining about it because they're not going to change, are they? Really? It's going to cost... It, the cost to your mental health, you already start to believe, I can't do this job. What's wrong with me? You know, they will destroy you. They'll mm-hmm. lie about you. Like, I have seen a narcissist bring an entire organisation to its knees. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, if you think that you're going to take a narcissist on and win in the workplace, think again. If you think you're going to be able to live with a narcissist long time and and be okay, think again. It's been wonderful talking to you, Margie. Uh, Margie Bowden. And you're on Instagram, by the way. It's at narcissist underscore NAB. 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 What's the NAB, by the way? Yep. What's the NAB bit? Well, my father, my father 
was who did emigrate from Scotland many years ago. He's now passed. Um, he he nabbed people. The police, you know, you nab someone. You yeah, catch you catch someone. them. Yeah, yeah. Okay, <laughs> I've got it. Okay, yeah, you're nabbing them. So, uh, by the way, I, I believe there's an Irish connection in there too. Is there? Yes, yes. I, I I wasn't sure. My my brothers and sisters tell me that my ancestors. Well, my I've still got relations there in County Cavan. County Cavan. You it's have to now. Now, Margie, Cavan. if you're going to come oh. on to Irish radio, you've got to pronounce this properly. You've got to get rid of that Australian twang just for a moment. Okay? So it's Cavan. Or as they say in Cavan, Cavan they don't actually say Cavan and Cavan. They say Cavan. Oh. Cavan. Yeah. Cavan. County and Cavan. A puppy called Talliard. A puppy called Talliard. So, Talliard. Yeah. Talliard. It's been wonderful talking to you. If you want to go onto our Instagram page, you can. Um, it's narcissist underscore nab, as in nab somebody to grab somebody or catch somebody. Um, okay, and if you want to go onto yeah. the Instagram page and you can find out all about, about narcissism. And you sh- everybody should read up on it because it's a really interesting topic and it's becoming so much more common in society yeah. because people are becoming so more materialistic. Um, Margie, thank you very much indeed. Wonderful speaking to you. No problem. Lovely to chat. Real people. Real opinions. Real talk radio. The multi-award winning Niall Boylan Show.